Karen spanks me because she thinks I spanked her son. She could lose her kids for that, so she paid me $500 instead. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications. First, some backstory on the situation. Half of my family is Italian and half of my family isn't. On the Italian side, which the entitled mother is from, spanking is pretty standard. But on the other one, we will take you out, so no one does it anymore. I was about 16 at the time and living with my grandparents. They were having a little get-together, but the guests were all told to stay out of my room because I wasn't feeling well at all. Plus, the cat was in there, and with people going in and out of the house, we didn't want him to escape. There was even a sign on my door that read, Please do not disturb cat inside. Since I was sick, my body wasn't holding its temperature right, so I was in a sports bra and shorts, but my robe was right next to me. I was just laying back on my bed trying to get a little bit of homework done before I passed out again. I told my grandmother to bring some food in when it was ready, and that was that. I heard a little knock on the door. It was super light, so I thought maybe it was my grandmother bringing me something to eat, not wanting to wake me up. I throw the robe on and go, yeah, come in. Next thing I knew, it's a little gremlin coming in, chocolate, all over his face and hands. Of course, he walked right in and started touching the stuff, not closing the door. Luckily, I had grabbed the cat because Grandma is a slow walker. Wow, cool room, Entitled Kid said, and tried to pick up one of my notebooks, one that was really special to me. I took it off the table before he could get fudge on it. I'm sorry, bud, but you gotta go back to your mom. You're not supposed to be in here. I'm sick. The kid ignored me, still touching stuff. I'm bored though, and you have cool stuff. I got my shots last night. I shake my head and point to the door. It's rude to go into someone's room when they say no. Please go out there and play with the other kids. I'm sick, I said, firmly this time. And he whines but leaves, slamming my door. I shake my head and this time go back to my desk, where all my really fragile art supplies are. I cleared a spot so I'd be able to eat in a couple of minutes. I start getting really hot so I take off the robe. Next thing I know, my door flies open and I barely manage to grab my cat. The entitled mother stood there, red-faced and fuming. My son said you spanked him. I didn't even touch him once. It should also be known that this entitled mother is known in the family for having a habit of swatting kids if they'd step out of line. Something my mom had corrected with threats more than once while I was growing up. It usually ended in her calling me spoiled. She then stopped and looked at me, gasping and covering her eyes as if she'd never seen another woman not fully clothed before. Young lady, that is so indecent. There are children in this house. Put on clothes. I stare at her dumbfounded and shake my head. Look, entitled mother, I never hit your kid. I would never do that. And I'm sick. He shouldn't be coming in here and neither should you. What followed was her going on for about five minutes or so about how I was the one in the wrong and blah, blah, blah. At this point, my stomach is starting to churn a little bit from the stress. I have a stress disorder. And being sick, I know I'm not going to keep it down for long. I tell her she has to leave now. I'm sick. The cat is scratching the hell out of me at this point, being as I was indecent and trying to keep him from escaping, and she had no right to be in there in the first place. She grabbed me and, as if I was six, started trying to spank me, even managing to get my shorts down. This woman actually smacked me. So I did what most people would do. I screamed for my grandfather. Grandpa, entitled mother's hitting me. While I slam her back, her hip slams into my bed frame and I run into the hallway, slamming the door and holding the door closed behind me while she wails like a banshee. Now I'm indecent in front of guests, but also pretty important, they can all see like six or seven really bright red marks on my thighs and butt. 
My grandfather was never one to curse profusely, but seeing his half-naked granddaughter with obvious marks from an assault standing in the hallway, trying not to have a panic attack, he lost it. He called her so many things, I lost count. A few others came into the room screaming at her as well. I'm crying at that point, not because she hurt me, but because I was humiliated, trying to just get back into my room and hide from the world forever. Little did I know, it got worse. She started yelling, saying my grandparents spoiled me and that I hit her kid first. By this point, her own husband was yelling, no she didn't, right in her face. But she didn't care. She took my desk and floored everything, breaking a lot of projects I worked really hard on, and all my supplies spilled everywhere, all into the carpet and everything. She was quickly kicked out of the house. Her son admitted to lying, but he felt really bad for what happened. He was crying, hugging me, saying he was super sorry, and basically being as apologetic as a kid really gets. We never talked to her again after that, except to get the money for my stuff. She refused, but my mom told her she would file charges for attacking a minor since she pulled my pants down in order to hit me. She would lose her kids if we won the case, which she did a year later anyway, and they live with their much better father. So she gave me roughly $500 out of court, and I got to call her a B-word to her face. I just can't believe what a jerk she was. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head with that one. I don't understand how, as a guest in someone else's home, you think it's okay to go into a room that literally has a sign on it saying do not enter and assault someone's child. And apparently there was a history of this. Original poster said that this woman got put in her place years ago because of stuff like this. To play devil's advocate, I understand that in that moment she thought that this young girl had hit her kid. But I still feel like maybe we went off the deep end a little too quickly here. Either way, I find this to be a happy ending because at least they never saw this woman again. I feel like that's probably about the best you could ask for in this situation. Some jerk thought it was funny to be indecent on the road repeatedly, so I had to take care of him. Not my story, but an old trucker who doesn't have Reddit. We got stuck at sea on a rescue boat yesterday and passed the time by sharing stories. So this story is as told by him. I was a fuel trucker. I had a regular daily route in my state and would start just after 4 p.m. So I was refilling the area's gas stations roughly after evening rush. This had me driving late into the night. In this one small town, it seemed like every night around 10, this jerk in a tank top would pass me on the road while pleasuring himself. He always seemed to find me, pull up next to me on the highway, and try to get my attention before zipping off down the road. One week, I saw him three nights in a row at the same red light. It was the summer, so he had his roof down each time. Then I got an idea. A wonderful idea. When I got home, I gathered what I needed for my teenage son's room and slept better than I had in weeks. The next night, as I pull through that small, rural, deep south town, sure enough, Mr. Tanktop pulled up next to me, whacking it and giggling, and as he looked up at me, noticed that my window was down for the first time. Then he saw the paintball gun. My son was avid at the sport and had saved for a long time to buy this thing and modify it out for team slash league stuff. My point is, it could shoot very, very fast. And I lit him up. The inside of his car, him, and his lap were covered in green paint in about three seconds. I don't know how long it took him to get in gear and run that red light, but I was empty before he was out of the intersection. Never saw him again. That jerk dealt with. 
Kudos to you, good sir, for providing a public service. I'm really glad our original poster decided to share this story with everyone. As completely unpleasant as our antagonist's actions are in this story, our protagonist found a very, very good way of dealing with it, I feel. It seems it has at least stopped him from repeating the actions, which is all anyone wanted. Entitled kid thinks he has rights, but gets proven wrong. I work for a towing company handling releases of impounded vehicles. This is the first entitled parents issue I've had, but I'd love to share it. We had a vehicle get impounded with some serious damage due to drunk driving. The owner of the vehicle was not the registered owner. It sat in our yard until about three days ago when we got payment and released said vehicle. Entitled kid showed up on Monday hoping to release said vehicle. Showed up with nothing but $10. What he didn't know is that since it was impounded by the police, he needed to get a release certificate. And since it had been in our yard for a month, the price was definitely more than $10. $10 doesn't even cover the administration fee. Entitled Kid waited patiently in line waiting for me to finish with the previous customers, so I didn't expect much from him in regards to temperament and attitude. When I was done with the previous customers, he came up and said he was there to get his vehicle. I pulled up the vehicle information I gave him and realized he wasn't the registered owner, and by law, we can't release it to anyone who isn't the registered owner, and I told him so. This is the conversation that follows. It's my car, I'm the only one that drives it, so it's mine. That may be the case, but you're not the registered owner and we need the registered owner to sign our paperwork. But it's my car, I want it, I can pay for it. Well, judging by the fact you're holding $10 in your hand, you can't in fact pay for it. $10 is more than enough. Give me my car. The current outstanding balance owing on the vehicle is $468. Your $10 does not cover that. Entitled Kid looks at me with a state of confusion on his face and proceeds to leave. I figured that was the end of it. I was so wrong. Not even an hour later, I received a call from Entitled Mother, the actual registered owner of the vehicle. We went through the whole vehicle make model color. My son is telling me $10 won't cover the costs. That would be because the current amount owing is $468. How is it that much? It's been here for over a month now. We have storage fees for vehicles impounded for drunk driving and various other things. It wasn't there for a month. And what does drunk driving have to do with any of this? It's been here for over a month. We picked up the vehicle on February 27th. The driver of the vehicle was pulled over after hitting a telephone pole and blew over the legal limit. Hence, why the vehicle was impounded for drunk driving. How has my son been getting around for a month if the vehicle was there? Huh? Answer me that. I have no idea, seeing as I don't know you or him. I do know that the vehicle has been here for over a month, though, seeing as I processed the paperwork when it came in. You're lying. You're lying. I'll be down there soon. Okay, just so you know, if you'd like the vehicle to be released to you, you need to pick up a release certificate from the SGI issuer. Thanks. Click. I should add now that we always have a police officer on the property. Many threats have been uttered and violence is a major thing here. Entitled mother and entitled kid show up with some fancy looking guy and I get the paperwork ready before they even make it through the door. Turns out, fancy looking guy is her lawyer. (laughs) This is my lawyer. He needs to see the paperwork right now. Okay, sounds fair. After what seems like forever was probably only 15 minutes, the lawyer pulls entitled mother aside and tries to quietly tell her that there's nothing he can do. You'd better do something or you're fired. I can't do anything. All the paperwork is here and maybe I could have done something at the time this all happened, but it's been well over a month now and my hands are tied. At this point, the cop is closer to the counter, listening in, waiting for any point he has to jump in. 
Why was the vehicle impounded again? It hit a telephone pole, caused major damage, and drunk driving. Is that the truth? No, she's lying. I'm only 16. Where would I even drink? Told you, he couldn't have been drinking. Lower your price and give us the car. At this point, our police officer steps in. Uh, hello, miss. I'm just curious as to who will be towing the vehicle home. Entitled kid will be driving it home. Sorry, no. With the amount of damage done to that car, it's best that it's not driven. And considering Entitled Kid is 16 and was caught drinking and driving, he has no license. Entitled Kid wasn't drinking and driving. He still has his license. Excuse me, uh, Entitled Kid. Can I see your license? Uh, I don't have it on me. It's okay. I'll just find you on my nifty little laptop here. The police officer proceeds to pull up Entitled Kid's file and bam, no license. Has to go through the whole driving course again. Has to pay a fine for drinking and driving and everything. He turns his laptop so Entitled Mother and lawyer can see it. Entitled Mother, without another word, pays the outstanding balance on the vehicle, pays us extra money to tow it back to her house, and they all leave together. The second that door closed though, oh boy. Judging by what I could hear through the door and what I saw on the cameras, Entitled Mother was not happy that Entitled Kid made her look stupid, and that Entitled Kid would be paying her back for years over this. Her lawyer said he wouldn't be working for her further and got in his car and left. As they got closer to the vehicle though, Entitled Mother smacked Entitled Kid on the back of the head, and judging by what happened next, he was left to find his own ride home, seeing as she left without him. Just a family of jerks. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I do feel like this happens a lot of the time, though. Some jerk kid comes in with their jerk parents and hasn't been honest with their parents about what the situation really is. As a result, the jerk parent goes off on a rampage that ends up just making them look foolish. And the only one who really suffers the fallout in the end is the jerk kid. It seems like our original poster handled this exactly as they should have. They remained calm, dealt with the situation, provided information to prove what they were saying, and everything was able to move forward as a result. At least in this case, once proven wrong, the entitled mother was able to at least recognize it, shut her mouth, did what needed to be done, and got out of there. I'm sure she was completely embarrassed and thus didn't want to say anything else. But sometimes these types of people, when embarrassed, just double down on it, which never ends well for them. No one in my family likes my nephew, and I told him to his face. This involves me, 25-year-old male, my sister, Diana, 21-year-old female, and her son, Darius, 10-year-old male. I get along with Diana fine. I won't pretend I like Darius. I think he's an entitled brat who has gotten away with crap far too many times. I don't think Diana has ever reprimanded him. And every time the little jerk acts up, Diana makes excuses for him. He's already been suspended from school for stealing, He's a bully to all of his cousins, and I know for a fact that no one in my family likes him at all. Both of my parents can't stand him. My mother, a woman who could find the love in her heart to babysit a honey badger, refuses to watch Darius at all because of his behavior. My father will take all of the grandkids out to fish every few months, except for Darius, because he's too tempted to throw him out into the lake and drive off. 
His words, not mine. On Monday, I got a call from my sister who panicked because she got called into work. Darius was out of school and her babysitter wasn't available. No one else in the family would watch Darius. So I told her to drop him off and I would watch him. It was a nightmare. Darius was mad he had to spend his day off at my place. He refused to do anything I offered, made a mess in my bathroom, harassed my dog, and had a tantrum because I wouldn't let him use my work computer to play games. By lunchtime, I was frustrated beyond all belief. I made him mac and cheese and he demanded that I take him to Wendy's. He refused to eat and eventually dumped his bowl of food on my floor. At that, I just kind of lost it. I didn't yell or get aggressive at all. I just sighed and asked him if he realized that everyone in the family literally despised him. I explained that he was at my house because grandma and grandpa can't stand him and in fact refused to let him come into their house because he acts like a little jerk. I won't lie, I got pretty brutal. He started crying and locked himself in my bathroom until he came out and sat and watched TV till my sister came and got him. I told her what happened and we got into a massive argument as well. She called me cruel and I told her that she's to blame and he would have learned eventually. My family is split on this. My dad thinks the little jerk deserved it. While my siblings have mixed opinions, my mother's told me she's staying out of this. But if I feel the need to apologize, do it and move on. What do you guys think? Was I the jerk? All right. So for this one, I do feel like she said with the family being split down the middle that it could kind of go either way. There are some times where a little tough love is needed. And it sounds like this kid had not gotten any at any time and was just horrible to other people around him in general. He didn't understand how he was making others feel because no one had ever made him feel that way. Maybe now that he's experienced it firsthand, he'll understand how he's making others feel and hopefully just back off a little bit or at least just stop being a little hellion. At the same time, it is a kid. And normally, you're not supposed to be mean to children. But like I said, tough love. It's for his benefit in the end, right? Like, you can't continue to act like this forever. Someone has to address it. I don't know. I'm with our original poster on this one. I wasn't there. Maybe they did come down a little too hard. Maybe it could have been done in a little bit of a gentler way. But I think it was something that needed to be heard. I moved out of my apartment after my parents forced me to let my brother live there. So my parents pay for this apartment, but they didn't get it specifically for me. When I got into university, my parents purchased an apartment close to the campus so that I could live my way without having to deal with other people. I'm not social and I could best be described as either misanthropist or curmudgeonly. It was great for two years and I came out of my shell a little. I met other people like me and discovered that unlike high school, university is and tell. I even met a guy. We both work at the campus store. My little brother graduated last year and got into the same school. Rather than stay in dorms, he convinced my parents to let him move in with me. Well, they own it, so I had no say. I lasted one semester. Since he had an off-campus residence, my apartment became party central. I asked my parents to make him stop after talking to him didn't work. They said, loosen up. I think they know how to change my personality. I talked to the university and was able to snag a rare single room in the mature student dorm. 
I don't have a lot of stuff. So when we went home for Christmas, I took what was really important to me. My boyfriend, first one ever by the way, look at me all social now, cleaned out my room and moved my stuff to student housing for me. When we drove back after New Year's, I dropped off my brother and then went to my new place. It isn't perfect, but it's pretty sweet. My parents called me and asked where I was. My brother had let them know that I wasn't in the apartment. I told them where I was and why I was there. They were upset that they spent all that money to help me and I didn't appreciate it. I said I did, until they stuck me with my brother. Without me there, he's having a blast. Good for him. He's also missing a lot of classes and has been fined for noise complaints by the condo board, but that's not my problem. My parents are asking me to please move back in because my brother's in danger of being put on academic probation. I asked if I was allowed to bar him from having parties and stuff. He was part of the conversation and was upset that I was asking to be put in charge of him. My parents said he was allowed some freedom and that as his big sister, I should look out for him and not let him fail. I thanked them for the opportunity, but declined. And he recently had a party that the cops had to shut down. My parents are considering selling the apartment, but it's kind of a crappy market right now, I guess. I feel bad that they might lose money after doing something so awesome for me. And I feel bad that my idiot brother might have to take time off school to calm down. But I don't think I'm the jerk. They all do, though. I don't think our original poster here is a jerk at all. It seemed like the parents didn't understand the value of that space to them. Having to share it with the brother and not having any say in what's going on in the apartment and random people coming over and things like that, I wouldn't feel comfortable either. Maybe a little bit of a heads up that you were moving out would have been good, but at the end of the day, you're entitled to do what you want. If this is what's going to make you happy and let you be successful in school, go for it. Do what you need to do. It's not your responsibility to look out for your brother. He's a big boy now, and these are the decisions he's choosing to make. I say you leave that to him. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, give Am I the Genius a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.